Hello lovely Wild Hearts. It's Lisa here. Welcome back to another episode of the Wild Heart Diaries. Today I'm out on my walk and I'm in the mood for a bit of a ramble today. Rambling is the verbal version of journaling. So a lot of people don't like journaling and that's why I journal with the cards because staring at a blank page can make them feel like they don't know what to write, the perfectionism kicks in, they start to procrastinate and I guess the, the way to overcome that is to write unedited, write, write as if nobody's watching, don't write because you think someone's going to find your journal and read it. I mean, if it helps, you could just write on paper and then burn it or shred it if you wanted to write to get it out of your system. But I find it useful to keep a journal because I like to go back and look at what I've written in the past um, because that helps me to see where I was at and helps me to see how much progress I've made with my mindset, you know. I'd like to apologise for my very deep voice this morning and my bunged up nose. I'm not sure if I'm getting a cold, or it's spring, or if it's allergies, or if my system is clearing out some kind of energy. That happens sometimes when I've been processing and working through stuff, and you know, a runny nose is, is uh, you know, it's a form of release, isn't it? It's like the tears washing everything away. So I might sound a bit husky, or like governor, or I might sound a bit... <clears throat> Deep voice, deep voice today, deep voice. <laughs> what was I talking about? Yes, talking about why people don't journal or people have beliefs around, oh, well, I'm not very good at writing or oh, I'm not I'm not very creative or I'm not a storyteller or oh, I don't know what to write. But this isn't journaling in terms of like we did when we were 12 where we said, oh, I went to the shops and bought some penny sweets and I, I bought a copy of Smash Hits and, you know, had a roast dinner and had an argument with my sister. It's not that kind of recording what happened, although some people do like to do that. This is more journaling from your heart, journaling from your emotional self. So if you find it hard, uh, start all your sentences with I feel and use feelings words. So, uh, but but maybe you do need to start off with the story. Perhaps you do need to start off and say, well, this happened and that happened. And then say, and I feel like this. When you write down the feelings, try and connect to where they live in your body and just let them be. They're like emotional waves. So you surf them. You just let them, you just let that energy come into your body. It has so much wisdom if you allow it to just be. If you find it hard to sit with your feelings or you, and that's probably one of the reasons why you don't like journaling because you've got to spend time with yourself. So if you're avoiding yourself, or you're avoiding something <laughs> or, you, or you, there's a fear, isn't there? Sometimes that you have so many feelings or you feel so strongly about something that you're going to disappear into a big puddle of feelings never to return. But that doesn't happen because your body is so clever, it's amazing, and it knows what you need to process, and it will only do it like bits at a time. 
but you you do need to open the floodgates a little bit and allow that process to start because what happens is when you get emotionally constipated as I like to call it you then start to those feelings start to come out sideways so you know you get misdirected anger you get irritable with everyone and everything and you start to feel very tired because you're carrying all those feelings and that's heavy heavy on your heart so open up your heart and set your heart free a little bit and just allow it to express what's true for it just without any judgment just be curious so that's the writing form um and there's a few tips there for people that don't think that they're journalers try it try it see you might feel weird at first if it's something you're not used to but i I just feel so empowered with a pen in my hand (laughs) you know i think what's inside your head what lives inside your mind is your intellectual property and nobody nobody can take that away from you or change it you know nobody knows how it feels to be you so people can have a perspective about you or an opinion about it but quite frankly it ain't any of their business and you're free to you're free to let that voice out if you are scared or you have a fear that when you put stuff on paper it means that you're committing to something and it's set in stone no it doesn't work like that you could start writing at nine o'clock and by quarter past nine you could feel completely different because you're riding that emotional wave you're working through those emotions you're cycling through them and that's how you if you see it like emotions are energy that come into your body they're messengers they have so much wisdom they have things to teach us and if we can have a relationship with them a non-judgmental non-judgmental one one where we can just be curious say you know even the really dark icky ones like oh i see you're feeling jealous about that or so what is jealousy jealousy is wanting something that someone else has got so that's that's your body's wisdom telling you i want some of that right so journal on it why do you want it where's that coming from what's that desire and how can you bring that desire to fruition how can you make it happen I just want to stop a moment and say it's an absolutely gorgeous day here. It's uh, really clear blue skies, sunshine, there is a breeze, so I'm sorry if you get any wind noises. I mean from the elements, not from me. (laughs) Uh, Yes, it is quite windy. I try and stay out of the wind if I can. But it's just so beautiful because I feel quite warm. I've got a jumper on, I'm not wearing a coat, but as the wind comes through comes onto my face and through my hair it's kind of quite cooling it's nice it's quite freeing isn't it to feel that feeling feel the sun on your face the wind in your hair oh just remember remember this moment remember this moment when life gets stressful lisa (laughs) my little walking companion is up ahead with his little tail bobbing leading the way he's the cutest i love him my little friend yes so back to journaling the fear i think anything that we kind of put off doing is a fear and maybe it's a fear of just hanging out with ourselves perhaps we're running from ourselves perhaps we're avoiding our emotions perhaps we're scared of what happens if we you know unlock the door and welcome them in just invite them in for a cup of tea say come on then and you come they can't hurt you they're just energy passing through your body and they want to help you if you see them as helpers. 
And, you know, even the worst ones. So I'm thinking shame, guilt, fear, you know, chronic anxiety, where you can somatically, you can feel that in your body. It's, it's kind of, it takes over you. But I feel that those, that anxiety only builds up to a certain level when you've been running from it. You know, it just keeps building up and it's just like emotional constipation. And so journaling is a way to free yourself from, from that. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's helping your mental and emotional digestive system. And you're expressing yourself through, through the writing. But today I want to talk about rambling, which is another form of self-expression. And I truly believe that if you're going to be a rambler... So this is one of my five R's of self-love. If you go back to the episode on that, you'll hear me talk about our responsibility, reliability, rambling, writing and reflecting. The reflection element is is using a prompt, which I use um, oracle or tarot cards for, because they reflect back to you what's in your unconscious, what's buried in the darkness, in the shadows that you can't see. And by asking the right questions, you can extract that information out of the darkness and bring it into the light. And when you bring it into the light, you'll realise that actually it's not as bad as you thought it was, but you've kept it, stuffed it down because someone's told you or something's happened where you thought, oh, I'm not allowed to be that or I'm not allowed to do that or I'm not allowed to say that. And that was when you were a child, probably, and that kept you safe. But now you're an adult, so you can do, say, think, behave any way you like. Well, there's consequences, isn't there? But you can. You're free to do that. Give yourself permission to... Just be who you are, man. Just be yourself. <laughs> Just be you. That's it. And and people say, oh, it's not that simple, though, because I don't know how to be me. And it's like, well, why don't you know how to be you? It's like, because I don't know who I am. And that's another benefit of journaling. Journaling, when you write, it's like having conversations with yourself, sometimes with your higher self, if you're channeling. I'll do an episode on channeling. But you will get to know yourself more intimately and maybe you're scared of that perhaps that's what you're scared of you're thinking oh my god if I get to know who I really am then I'll see all those horrible bits that I don't I've been hiding from other people but once you start diving down there in the darkness you'll realize there isn't that much to be afraid of you know it's just you you're just a messy human like everyone else with your quirks and uh, that's what makes you unique that's what makes you you so don't be afraid of yourself. Don't be afraid of your feelings. Do it. Go slowly. Just go at your own pace. But this is why I find rambling quite helpful. So rambling comes from... In ther- therapy, there's an exercise called the empty chair exercise. So what you do... It's funny because in my therapist's office, there is an empty chair in the corner of the room. And often we'll put someone in there and I'll just have a good old rant at them. <laughs> because... It, because sometimes you can't say the things that you want to say to the people that you need to say them to and that's half the freaking problem isn't it because if these people listened then you wouldn't have to talk to empty chairs in therapist's office but some relationships that are particularly dysfunctional mean that you're the one that does all the heavy lifting and so having those conversations is uh, particularly pointless. Uh, I follow a guy on YouTube who says, don't have sincere conversations with insincere people. 
So some people, have you noticed, are not interested in resolving issues. They love drama. They love being the victim. They get, they feed, they get something out of that. And they're not interested in resolution. So that's when you have to go to therapy because that energy needs to go somewhere. So the empty chair exercise is where you just sit in front of an empty chair or you bring that person up into your mind's eye, close your eyes and you bring them in. Sometimes I do that at night time when I'm uh, what's called cord cutting. So I'm energetically releasing myself from these people. So you do a guided visualisation where you bring them into a space. So I normally imagine them in a field and they're standing in front of me. And I can see the energetic cords from their heart to mine and I just slice them with a big sword. And I say, thank you, bye-bye, I wish you well. And then I see them turn around and walk off and I feel lighter. But sometimes when you do that with people, they contact you the next day <laughs> because they are that proves that they're energetically feeding off you. And when you cut off their supply, when you cut off that energy supply, they come back so you might have to do it again but what you do with the empty chair is you sit with that person opposite you or you bring them up into your mind's eye and you tell them the truth you say I feel I feel like this when this happens and I feel frustrated that I can't talk to you and I feel sad that we can't resolve our relationship and I, f- I feel incredibly trapped in this relationship because I feel like I can't be myself around you and I feel like you don't care about me and I feel like when you don't hear what I've got to say that my feelings don't matter and not you know so you just talk and a lot of us in childhood who had our voices taken away think about Ariel in the um in the little mermaid where her voice was taken by Ursula that horrible sea witch with the big dark tentacles when you've had your voice taken away as a child or you feel scared to speak your truth. Perhaps you were the truth teller and you did tell the truth and you were told, no, that's not it, or you're too sensitive, or no, it didn't happen like that, and oh, it's all in your mind and you're making it up and you've got such vivid imagination. Perhaps if you had your voice taken away or you felt too scared to speak up, you will find rambling a really helpful element of journaling. So you can try the empty chair, you can try that guided visualisation, You could also write and then read back to yourself a couple of days later or a period of time afterwards what you've written. So I think from that place you can become a bit more neutral because by writing you've taken the emotional charge out of it. And then when you read it back to yourself, maybe you can become an observer and you can read that story as if it was happening to someone else and then what would you say to that person? Sometimes when you're journaling you do channel messages that's how I wrote my book, Stuck Between Two Worlds. So how do you know if you're channeling? Well, if you have got an open crown chakra, so I think I said to you before about how I get read energy, I can almost pick up on the sort of the mood in the room, the collective conscious sort of tone. I, can, I kind of... I just get a sense of it. I haven't really honed that skill. I think <laughs> I think it came from as a child I had to anticipate my mum's um, moods and it was my job to make her happy. So I got really good at like reading 
micro expressions and reading other people you know just but I also could feel it which is why I say it's a wild heart because some things can only be felt so if you're with a person who's not in touch with their feelings then their feelings stick to you like velcro and you end up absorbing all their feelings you get tired because they're not your feelings to sort out you've got enough of your own feelings haven't you (laughs) so when you're channeling you've got an open crown chakra your crown chakra is your energetic connection to source spirit god your higher self whatever you want to call it you know and you you get a sense of knowing and that's why i use the cards because i i get that's how i access that wisdom it's wisdom really and those messages are full of love and light and they're not like the thoughts of the monkey mind or the inner critic they're not like those horrible stressed out anxious shaming voice they're not like that at all and using the cards you can I don't know that that's just a a tool for picking up on those messages but what I learned quite by mistake it was a bit of an accident it was an accident really because I was trying to find myself really but I didn't know that at the time and I was drawn to tarot and I was drawn to oracle cards and I started watching like pick a card readings on YouTube and seeing what all the cards meant and then I bought some books on it and I already had some decks of cards and then I started to journal on them and what I realized was is that they reflected back to me my truth so that higher wisdom and that was the part of me that I had been cut off from so when you've been gaslit so someone's told you that your reality is not as you see it that you're mad or you've been psychologically maybe it's like psychological abuse like coercive control so when someone's trying to control you in subtle covert ways and over time you end up losing your sense of self you lose that connection with that wisdom with that intuition that's what your intuition is that that gut feeling that says that person's no good that person's up to no good because if I knew that about my abuser (laughs) then I would have if I believed in that voice then I would have always stood up to myself now part of me always did I didn't totally lose it altogether and part of me had a strong fight response as a child so I was fighting for my for that part of me to stay stay strong stay alive bless my little soul so yeah that's that's really what channeling is but you 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 have been cut off from your intuition the part of you that keeps you safe really that gut feeling says something bad's gonna happen or that man's no good or don't talk to that lady or you know move that candle off of there or whatever it tells you to do if you don't listen to that inner wisdom that voice that's trying to help you if you don't have access to that then what you're left with is the voice of your inner critic and your monkey mind and that's not a good voice so what i'm saying to you is if you have access to that voice again and you start to trust yourself and you start to and that increases your self-love your self-trust start to build a relationship with yourself and you start to believe in yourself you stop doubting yourself it reduces your anxiety 
and that is predominantly how I work with people I teach them that same practice so that they can be free too they can be free to to be their true selves I mean I think what we feed our mind has got a lot to do with it as well you know if we're on social media all the time I'm really really strict about who I follow on social media and if I go through my feed and I see something that I don't like I'll just unfollow it straight away you got to be choosy about what energy you let into your life and what you focus your attention on because what you feed your mind is like what you feed your body if you're feeding your body chocolate and junk every day your body stops working if you're mindlessly scrolling on social media or you're feeding your mind all the fear-based propaganda that we hear on the news then you're going to be in a permanent state of fear I think more and more, like, especially in the self-development world, they, they teach us to, you know, change your thoughts, think happy thoughts. But if you've got trauma, you can't do that because you're in survival mode and your inner critic and your fear-based brain wants to go, oh, no, it doesn't trust anything, is what's fired up, like the volume is turned up on it times a million so that's, that's kind of why think happy thoughts and sometimes affirmations don't work because you need to create that. You need to create safety first of all. So having a daily journal practice is sitting down in a nook. I've got a lovely chair surrounded by a bookcase. I've had a bookcase built, have all my books built so that I can be, you know, with my with something that makes me feel safe because reading was how I felt safe and happy as a child. So I sit down in my chair and I've got a blanket, sometimes a hot water bottle and I've got my journal and my pen and a cup of tea and I've created like this little safe container for me to allow my inner world, feel safe enough to allow my inner world to come out onto the page or to speak into the into the air. So. The other ways you can ramble are talking to your steering wheel in the car. That's another way that I used to ramble. And, you know, sometimes that can just lead to putting on a really high vibe tune on the radio and just cranking up the sound and singing it out, you know, singing it out loud. Or equally listening to, you know, some romantic <laughs> sloppy song on, on magic. We have, a, we have this radio channel called Magic in the UK which is just like full of 80s and 90s love songs. Peter Satira, The Power of Love, that kind of thing. I am a man who will fight for your honour. I'll be the hero that you're dreaming of. That's Karate Kid, isn't it? <laughs> that always seems to be on magic when I put it on. Or um, what else? Whitney Houston, The Greatest Love of All. All those kind of really... Because music is so healing and it and it brings out our emotion. So, yeah... I quite I quite like doing that, ranting at my steering wheel and then having a good old sing song. The other day I was driving along and we just started to see spring come to life in the UK. In fact, the clocks go forward this weekend as I'm recording this. And I got in my car to drive somewhere and we have another radio station called Kiss, which plays Kistery. So it plays all um, old school dance anthems and they had some drum and bass on 
I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. So I was driving along like an 18 year old. I didn't have my windows down or my, sh- or my elbow hanging out the side of the car, but I had the drum and bass on and I was just, you know, bopping away to my steering wheel. And that's that energetically that just shifts your energy. It shifts your energy and it re- it's a release. It's a release. It, t- it t- takes, takes the sting out of whatever it is you're holding on to. And then the other way that you can ramble is what I'm doing now. So open up a voice notes on your phone. Go for a walk somewhere where you won't be bothered. Just now, if I sounded a little bit hesitant when I was talking, there was a woman standing in the middle of the field talking so loudly to her puppy. I think she wanted the whole of the woods to hear it. And I was like, Madam, can you just not? Because I'm trying to record something. But she, she wasn't aware. She was just in the zone with her puppy. Yes, so go somewhere quiet. (laughs) Go somewhere if you can where you can take your shoes and socks off and let your feet, you know, that's what we call grounding. Let your feet touch the grass, touch the ground and just have a conversation with yourself. You know, like I'm having a conversation with you. Say, hi, how are you doing? Oh, I'm feeling a bit pissed off. Oh, so you to you. Oh, so why is that? Well, it's happening. So how does that make you feel? Oh, so... And you just let it all out. It's normally my teenage self, like Kevin the teenager. Oh, so unfair when I'm pissed off. There's normally a, a young part of you that just needs to be heard. So rambling is powerful for giving you back your voice, for feeling like what you have to say matters, and you validate and honour your own words. And it, And if you can't do that for yourself, please go and and speak to someone a professional a coach like me or a therapist because your voice deserves airtime and what you have to say matters and how you feel matters and no matter what anyone else might have told you in the past or anyone might have tried to steal that away from you there's so much power in your voice so much power in your voice so rambling is the way forward. I'd love to hear your thoughts on rambling. Please pop over to the website and write in the comments or go over to Anchor FM, leave me a little voice note. There you go, use your voice by leaving me a voice note. You don't even have to say your name. I just wanna hear your voice. I wanna hear the vibration and the energy of the voice. That's the essence of who you are. That's how you take up space in the world, all right? And you are allowed to take up space in the world. Believe me, you are. Give yourself permission to do that today. So until next time, stay wild. Choose love. So much love to you.